0: If you're looking for a trusted source of natural supplements, look no further than NutritionW.com. Since 1979, Nutrition World has been a staple in the Chattanooga community with dedicated research specialists that stay ahead of the trends to make sure you have the most reliable products available at the most competitive prices. All of their supplements are vetted for quality, effectivity, and potency, and shipped using the utmost care with cold packs included in each and every order. You can shop online now at nutritionw.com and choose from thousands of your favorite supplements, sports nutrition, pet, and specialty food products today. Nutrition World, partners on your wellness journey. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Holistic Navigator Podcast where we talk about all things holistic health and believe in the body's ability to heal itself, if given the proper nutrients and care. For those of you who may happen to be new to the podcast, let us begin by saying welcome and thank you so much for listening today. My name is Brian Strickland. I'm the producer of the show, and I'm joined in the studio today, as always, by our host, Ed Jones. Our goal is to educate anyone who may be interested in learning more about natural holistic healing And today we're talking about the unique subject of methylation. If you're not familiar with methylation or the gene mutation, MTHFR, don't worry. We're going to cover pretty much everything you need to know on this week's episode. We have a lot of ground to cover, so I'm going to go ahead and throw it over to
1: your host, Mr. Ed Jones. Thank you so much, Brian. And again, we're adding to this wonderful encyclopedia For people who want to be educated, and I say this so constantly, I think probably Brian's getting tired of it. I actually separate the world into two classes of people, learners and non-learners. And I hate to say it, after 41 years of dealing with so many people regarding health, the non-learners are almost doomed in today's times as they age because conventional information is not serving us well as far as helping us to be optimally healthy. One of the most probable common topics that I get questions and also comment about is one of the most vital functions of the body. And of course, there's hundreds of vital functions, thousands actually, but one that continues to be something of vital importance of in regard to balancing in order to create the kind of health that we all want, which is the health that's we're resilient. We're, we're not sick often. If we are, we get well quicker. We don't have chronic anxiety, chronic immune issues, chronic this, chronic that. That This chronic it nature has become the norm in society today. So many people think it's okay to be sick 10 times a year. It's okay to have aches and pains. It's okay to have anxiety and depression. It's not, people. We have most of this on ourselves. So what are we what am I going to talk about with uh, our special guest today? It's called really methylation would be the big term. Do not think this is going to be a biochemistry lesson. And also, I want everyone listening to please learn from this. This is a critical, critical issue for you to manage your health as your years go on. I fly small airplanes. I love uh, uh, being a pilot. And there's a big checklist that I go through each and every single time I fly. It's not just checking the oil and gas. It's checking literally about 10 pages of little details in order for me to get from point A to point B safely. Well, I can tell you, it's not that much different with our health at a certain point when we get to a certain age. We have to monitor, be aware, and have people who who help us along this path. And one of these things on the checklist, which is like on the first or second page, is this thing called methylation. And so today, uh, I'm so excited for The Holistic Navigator to have a very credentialed, experienced, and I've heard his name for years, Dr. Roundtree. Welcome to The Holistic Navigator. Hi there, it's great to be with you. Uh, Tell the listeners before we start this Really important conversation, a little bit about your, just your, your background, where you are, how you got to where you are, and then we'll journey into this important chapter of health.
2: Well, I'm a medical doctor. I went to medical school in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. And then after that, I did a family medicine residency in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And uh, after that, relocated out to Boulder, Colorado, where I've pretty much been my entire professional career. Uh, now my career has been a little bit unique in that I first got interested in medicine by reading books on herbal medicine, Uh, you know, so I, I kind of went the other way around. I know a lot of doctors that are in practice for years and then suddenly they find out about integrated medicine and get excited about it. Um, for me, it was the other way around. I I found out about, uh, herbal medicine. I read this book called herbs, the magic healers when I was in college and I thought, well, that's what I want to do. So I, I actually went to medicine just to get the science background on all that. And so I've been integrating uh, natural, you know, alternative complementary approaches from day one uh, in my practice. But at the same time, I'll say that I've, I've come to respect the value of having a good scientific approach to a problem, you know, to make sure that, that if I see a patient um, who's got a complex disorder going on, you know, that I've really thought through things very carefully. Um, you know, and I think that's something you emphasize as well from hearing your intro is that uh, you really uh, want to work with people that think. And, you know, I, I want to be the kind of doctor that thinks.
1: I love that. You know, I, I that is such a, a breath of fresh air for especially people around Some parts of the country, like where we are uh, in the southeast, uh, you know, you you would uh, you'd be swimming upstream. There's no doubt. And in fact, you know, I know that the areas you're in are so much more progressive. And there's times I get a little frustrated. But, you know, I think the, the less progressive areas need people like myself who may be able to be able to educate and and spread the word. In fact, two weeks ago, I had Dr. Engel on who wrote a really fabulous book on traumatic brain injuries and how to recover. And he's out in Portland, Oregon. It just seemed like every, probably 75% of all of my super credentialed guests are coming from there, which I don't, I don't blame you because if you were here, you'd be, you'd have probably mm, 20% of the people interested that you have out there. So I, I give you such uh, credit for your journey. And, you know, I was kind of like you. I read so many books on herbal medicine when I was high school and college, and I just got where I wanted to be a medical doctor, but it wasn't practical for me. I I, I wasn't a good student. I couldn't probably get into school, so I became a policeman. Guess what I did on a police department on, on midnight shift? I read books on herbs and vitamins and listened to cassette tapes in order to be better and better And then I went to work for a health food store on a part time basis and fell in love with the interaction between people. So I've spent uh, every school you can go to to learn nutrition in the early days. I went, you name it, I did it. But I really kind of have a Ph.D. in life experience with 41 years of dealing with uh, 10, you know, 100,000 people at least. But today I know that this topic of methylation can be very confusing And let me tell you my kind of little analogy, and then you start on and tell me whether you think this is valid. Methylation has many, many nuances now, and it has to do with a certain process in the body. And I use the analogy of Disney. If you think about Disney uh, uh, Park uh, and you can kind of imagine what happens at night when it closes. Well, guess what? I'm sure there's a massive crew that comes in cleans up the park, throws all the garbage into certain containers. The containers go to garbage trucks, the garbage trucks take it away. And then the next morning, all these different things happen, like other trucks will come in and reload the food and they would, you know, make sure all the rides were right and make sure all the fluids were filled. And in a certain way, that's kind of like methylation, because to me, When you have your body balanced and you're methylating correctly, you're removing toxins at appropriate rates. You're supplying things, everything from your hormones to your nutrients to your brain chemicals. All of these are being uh, uh, given and taken at a very balanced rate. But when this system called methylation is really out of balance and if you have a gene called MTHFR, uh, about 40% of the people do, you are going to have to... Learn or something in order to manage this. Am I way? Am I fairly accurate with kind of that general analogy, Doctor Roundtree?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think it's. Um, I think that certainly the detoxification part of of methylation is a really critical role. Um, I would add to that, though, that that these methylation reactions are involved in uh, formation of a lot of beneficial chemicals as well. So, you know what, the, and then the third thing that methylation is involved in is proper expression of our genes. So, methylation has really got its fingers in just about everything you can imagine, you know, and detoxification, as you mentioned, in, uh, in, in formation of neurotransmitters in our body, uh, formation of, of molecules like CoQ10. Um and in proper regulation of DNA. So another way to think about methylation is it's like the tags that these fulfillment warehouses have. You know, how does so you, you've got a big uh you know, you got a company like Amazon, how do they figure out where to ship, what, to, who, when, all that stuff. They've got little tags that they put on the bin. Mm-hmm. And the methyl groups are like those tags. So the computer can recognize the tag and say, you know, okay, this is going to Hawaii or, you know, this product is going to go to Florida. So it helps the body figure out, you know, where it's going to send all of these molecules. Now, just to give you an idea of how much this is happening, methylation reactions occur about a billion times every second of our life. Wow. One billion times methylation reactions every second and these are these are carried on by enzymes called transfer aces so anytime you hear ace ace s e at the end of a of a biochemical molecule it means it's an enzyme so transfer aces specifically methyl transfer aces are just moving these methyl groups around so these methyltransferases are all over the body, including the DNA, the nucleus of the cell, and they are hard
1: at work. And, and for people, I know most people know this, but a, a gene is like a blueprint, kind of, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's the blueprint for making proteins. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the instruction manual for the little 3D printer inside of your cell that makes proteins.
1: Ah, perfect! I, I love that analogy. And so we're talking about and and without any biochemistry uh, going into it, it has to do with carbon and hydrogen and all this this kind of connection. But the thing is, there's so many physicians, healthcare practitioners, holistic healers who are learning, as I did about 12 years ago, the significance of this in managing health and in managing disease. I mean, there. I have a actual uh, there's a psychiatrist that actually uh, works across the street from where we do this podcast, and he sends his patients over who have bipolar schizophrenia and terrible depression because he learned and he's not integrative. He's really a big prescription writer. But he learned uh, many years ago that when he can balance the methylation of these patients, Uh, he gets so much better results because of the fact you just explained, you know, the neurotransmitters can't stay balanced if you have uh, a really out of whack methylation. And in fact, you know, for people who are super sensitive to things like alcohol and perfumes and medicines and uh, fumes, uh, laughing gas at the dentist, all the way down the list, my daughter being one, uh, we have to talk about this methylation. So is there a test? Well, I know there is. So, should people get tested first off to see if they have MTHFR, which is the name of uh, of the kind of the, the the thing we're speaking about?
2: Well, the first thing I recommend. So, you're talking about a genetic a test for a genetic variation, um, and we think this uh, affects somewhere between forty percent and sixty percent of the population, right? So, you know the the Determination of how many people have a genetic variation, it's harder than you might think, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, you, you'd have to go out and literally survey 100% of people to find out how common something is. So you've got to do some kind of estimates. And again, that's why there's this range. We think it could be up to 60% of people actually have a genetic variation. Uh, and this genetic variation, makes it more difficult for them to convert dietary folic acid into the methylated form of folic acid, which is ultimately involved in all these methyl transferase reactions. So should people get this genetic test or not? Well, I certainly recommend the test for anyone that's got an elevated level of a chemical called homocysteine. Now, homocysteine uh, you know, it's not something that most doctors are checking for unless they're really informed and up on the literature. So this was it was discovered many years ago by Dr. Kilmer McCulley, uh, who I believe is working in a VA hospital of all places at the time. And he found that these kids, that certain kids who had elevated homocysteine had a rip roaring uh, increase in their incidence of heart disease. You know, so that started us down this long path. Well, what is it about this chemical, homocysteine, that's so bad for you? What makes it dangerous for the heart? It turns out it's even more dangerous for the brain. If a a person's got elevated homocysteine, they're at risk of stroke and Alzheimer's disease. It turns out that if you don't have enough methyl groups in the body, then you are going to be more likely to have elevated levels of homocysteine. So we use methyl groups to set off a chain of biochemical reactions that will get rid of that homocysteine. So if a person is deficient in folic acid, then their homocysteine levels will go up. But the methylfolate, which is made by an enzyme called MTHFR, that methylfolate is even more effective at lowering homocysteine And some people with a genetic variant don't make enough of the MTHFR. And so it's harder for them to get enough folic acid from their diet.
1: Wow. That's yeah, that's, uh, but it's kind of a, you know, it's a story
2: that we can test again. Anybody can do, anybody can get a homocysteine, any lab will offer it.
1: And I know that in my uh, discussions with a lot of people and on one of my podcasts on blood testing, where I recommend or educate people to uh, what, if they're going to get blood testing, what I think they should. And, And again, I always follow up with, we're not treating diseases. You know, this is all about managing to be healthy. So if you have a health issue, you know, legally talk to your health professional you trust, but I'm a huge, huge promoter of homocysteine because I don't know. I'm what I want. I'm really anxious to hear what you have as your ideal number. I always say anything over eight. We want to to make sure we get at least down to eight. Somewhere between six to eight. What is? Tell me what is best.
2: Yeah, it depends on on who you're talking to, really. I know Dr. Dale Bredesen, You know who's who's come up with the Brettison protocol for preventing Alzheimer's. He thinks you should be less than six. Um, I. I I'd say, well, Dale, that's fine, but you know, that's it's pretty tough to get people down that low. To be perfectly honest, having been measuring homocysteines for for fifteen plus years, um, you know, I I feel lucky if I can get people below eight.
1: Yeah, I agree. I see so many people who are good at experimenting with the different options nutritionally to do that. And and I exactly agree with you. I do have to ask one single question, but this is more for my, it's probably, I should m- maybe ask you off the air, but I'm not going to, what do you think? And we'll make this real quick. What do you think of people who have too low of homocysteine? Cause you know, we've all seen people with two and threes, what is going on?
2: Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I've actually had a number of discussions with experts about it. And some people say, Oh, maybe that means you're getting too much folic acid or you're deficient in other ways. Um, I do think it might be a concern because uh, part of the breakdown process of, of getting rid of that homocysteine involves converting it into some pretty darn beneficial things. The main thing that's, uh, that um, y- you're making from homocysteine that's important is a chemical called s adenosylmethionine or SAM. And SAM is actually sold as a dietary supplement for depression, arthritis, and liver disease. You know, so that makes you wonder: well, if the SAME is really important and you don't have the chemical homocysteine that's made into SAM, you wonder if there's a problem. Uh, My inclination when I see something like that is to do a more extensive panel. Of homocysteine and there's a couple of labs that will do that doctors data is one they're one of the first companies to do that and um and genova diagnostics uh which is uh based in north carolina based in Asheville, they will do a a very complete methylation panel that looks at all the other chemicals involved so what i think when i see a level that low I think, well, something may be off. That may be a problem. And I want to know about all the other chemicals involved. So for most people, just getting homocysteine is plenty. You don't need to do all those other things. But some people, you need to test the s uh, dimethylglycine, trimethylglycine, betaine, choline, all the
1: other chemicals involved in the process. Wow, that's where, you know, people have to find partners on this journey that our experience that can help you. Now, I will say uh, our main, you know, our website, The Holistic Navigator, if people go to the top and go to products, you can scroll down to a lab that we use and they, you can order anything very discounted. You can go to doctor's data. You can get all of these tests. There's a draw station in every big town. Uh, you'll get a requisition in two hours and you can order this test. Now, I will go back to really quickly my experience with, you know, I would want to know if I had the MTHFR because you can have what we call a single hit or double hit. Uh, double, as Of course, you know, uh, we, we'd prefer single or prefer none. Uh, doubles where it's, it's a little bit more, uh, we need to be more aggressive, I guess, about looking at uh, at the homocysteine levels. And again, I'm all about, I think, you know, eight I'm pretty happy with. Uh, you know, seven to eight. And I'm like you, I'd, to get to six nutritionally is very difficult.
2: But, there, you know, I mean, I myself have that uh, homozygous two hit, as you said, I got one gene from both parents, from each parent that makes it difficult for me to use folic acid. So I have to take a combination of B vitamins, methyl B vitamins and high doses of trimethylglycine to keep mine below eight.
1: Well, and that's that, and I want to talk about that, that kind of uh, formula here in a minute. I want to make sure I get this in though for people who want to be tested for MTHFR. I really uh, believe you should be one, and especially if you're a woman, you've had you have concerns about carrying a baby, or you're going to get pregnant. Please, like my daughter did, She's now has a six-month-old. It's just precious. But I, bef- way before she decided, I said, you're going to get this checked. So we checked that. Of course, everything else, too, nutritionally. Uh, and she does. She has a, a single hit on it. She is a person who's very sensitive to methylation, so she can overmethylate at times, and other times she's undermethylating. We don't need to get too much into that, but you don't want to do either of those because you can feel lousy on that. But if you go to direct labs, you can order MTHFR. There are people who recommend 23 and me uh saliva test. The reason I don't is because uh I'm a hypochondriac, self-admitted. And when I see all these other genes that say I'm I'm gonna have 73 other diseases, which is not true. But when you see it on a piece of paper, if it bothers you mentally or emotionally about that, I just don't think it's healthy. So I would prefer just to get the MTHFR and a homocysteine test. You can do both of those through the Holistic Navigator under product, scroll down to the lab uh, on the page and just order it. So let's just say that, you know, a person figures out they have it, either through themselves or a health a health practitioner, and their homocysteine is elevated. What are some of the options to Get that down to appropriate levels, Dr. three.
2: Well, you can – first of all, you know, you got to ask the question, is there something uh, – if, if your home assisting is up, you can say what might be driving that. Um, and, and, you know, the thing to think about is it could be some simple lifestyle issues like drinking too much coffee or alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing that can drive it up that people don't realize is taking niacin. If they're taking niacin for the cholesterol, niacin depletes the body of methyl groups.
1: Right. And if in fact, and yeah, and that's great point, because, see, sometimes when I think my daughter's over methylating, I will give her a niacin. It stops it immediately. But also and I'm, I know you'll. Could talk endlessly about this. Some medications are definitely stealing those methyl groups too. I think metformin, met- methotrexate. I mean, there's a, a big lip proton pump inhibitors. All of these are are like drug muggers, and they're they're going in and stealing stuff. And this one of the things they're stealing is these methyl groups. So you know, ju- and I guarantee you, and you know this too, Doctor Roundtree. Not one single patient who's given this drugs is ever told anything about this conversation it's not even probably on the printouts and so again being aware super aware is the key to staying healthy and that's of course why we're sitting here talking
0: all right Ed, so let's take just a brief second we we want to talk about our sponsor for this episode buried treasure liquid nutrients in one product in particular and that's acf we're in the midst of the winter season and what that means lots of germs lots of people in enclosed spaces uh kids and adults alike so we really love this product because it is one of the best immune boosters that we've seen thus far
1: you are exactly right brian i you know have been around with, uh, industry for 41 years and i will have to say that acf by berry treasure has the most complete formula of combination of natural remedies to optimize our immune system. It's really something that we need to keep on hand and not wait until we're feeling poor to grab it because it could be Saturday night and you need it. So it does taste uh, let's just say the taste is challenging. <laughs> In fact, you did some videos of some grimacing of people who tried it. I don't care and most don't because what's going to happen is if you normally would have been down and out for eight days, if you start ACF early, it's going to probably cut it to four days. Yeah, uh, It does need to be really on hand because you only have a one to two day window of opportunity.
0: It's chock full of really potent ingredients. It's got elderberry, echinacea, golden seal. Uh, high dose of vitamin C, zinc. I mean, the list goes on and on. But we love ACF. It's one of our favorite products
1: around here. So check it out. I know that I love Thorne. It's a wonderful company. It's uh, uh, I've dealt with them now for probably four years. And, you know, it's a professional line, uh, generally to practitioners. And I just so respect everything they do as far as quality, but the product that I use is called Methyl Guard. Methyl Guard M E T H Y L dash Guard. And it has the perfect to me, perfect amounts of everything together in a plus a capsule, which I prefer far more than tablets. Is that one of your favorites also?
2: Yeah, Methyl Guard, I will say, was one of the first, if not the first, nutritional supplements on the market that was specifically designed to lower homocysteine. I mean, now every nutritional company has got their own, you know, methyl formula, et cetera, but mm-hmm. um, I still think that the, the Thorne product uh, is the best one out there, it's the one that I use. Um, now, it's important to realize that it's not just a, uh, a matter of giving folic acid. I mean, folic acid is helpful, right? Uh, is very helpful. But the whole idea with MethylGuard is that you've got, uh, especially the, the, the newer version called MethylGuard Plus, uh, has got all the cofactors that go along with it uh, the activated B6, the activated riboflavin, the methylcobalamin, the trimethylglycine. So when you put all those together, uh, it really makes for a dynamite combination. And I've had very, very good success lowering homocysteine with that. Now, I I just want to say, you know, just to complete that discussion about things that can raise homocysteine, um, I recently gave a lecture to a group of doctors on the the effects of arsenic in the environment. Arsenic, Mm -hmm. you know, as you know, one of the most common toxic substances in our environment all over the world. Uh, many people are consuming it without knowing it because it can be in rice and apple juice. It's in baby food. It's everywhere. And arsenic depletes the body of methyl groups. Really? It can make, yeah, it depletes the body. The way that we get rid of arsenic is by methylating it. Mm. So if you're exposed to arsenic on a regular basis, which you may very well not know you're they're all your methyl groups are just going down the tubes, and there are studies done. Uh, I think one was in Bangladesh, where they just gave everybody B vitamins, and it totally alleviated arsenic toxicity. Wow! So this is not just a, you know, a nice theory. Hey, you should take B vitamins; they might be good for you. We've got some very good data that B vitamins, and I think especially the methylated B vitamins showing that they can prevent this toxicity.
1: I love that. And you know, the fact that my girlfriends probably slowly poisoning me with arsenic without me knowing it, I'm going to make sure that I'm covering my bases here. I do want to say, if you on old lace
2: then you know you're in trouble.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh now I am a pretty big proponent of, you know, advising people that uh methylfolate is not folic acid, and we prefer the methyl form of folic. Folic is totally synthetic. The methylfolates are more food derivative. The body sees it differently. And in fact, folic acid, if you have a double hit on this gene, will be very, very poorly or impossible to process down the pathways biochemically to do the right thing. So Uh, You know, about 1983, I think, was when folic acid uh, became popular as far as the research for prevention of spina bifida and and, and neural tube defects. And, uh, of course, we didn't even know in 83 anything about this uh, topic of of homocysteine and methylation, but... uh, I know at nutritionw.com, they basically eliminated everything with folic acid and only have multivitamins and everything else with methylfolate. So I really hope people are looking at their multivitamin. And if they just have folic, I highly prefer something better than that. Uh, Now, what happens like, let's just talk about real quickly, Dr. Entry, what are the probable top five or eight symptoms that you see when people are really struggling with methylation, whether they know it or not, but what would be the most common reasons that would surface because of this?
2: Well, I mean, the first thing I think about always is mood disorders. Yep. Yeah. And this can be complicated. Um, We use our methyl groups uh, to basically metabolize neurotransmitters. Right, and there's an enzyme that's involved in this. Uh, it's called the catechol methyl transferase. Remember, I said methyl transferases are are involved in moving these methyl groups around. So the uh catechol methyl transferase enzyme is involved in in, in metabolizing things like uh, adrenaline in our body or dopamine or serotonin. In our body. So, when we don't have enough methyl groups, then we can have very erratic uh, swings in the levels of these neurotransmitters, and that can lead to mood swings. So, if the levels go up and down, the moods go up and down. Um, and, you know, there's some pretty good data showing that if you've got somebody on an antidepressant and it's not working, uh, and you add a methylated B vitamin, then the antidepressant will start working better.
1: Yes, I see that so often. And and again, you know, as we know, I'm not being critical, the majority of, of prescribers for that drug are not uh, dealing with the homocysteine and methylation uh, category. But again, it's where the patient or the client has to step up to the plate and, and find people and or participate in learning about that. Now, to kind of wrap things up a little bit. So uh, anyone interested in optimizing their health and I don't know, you know, or they have mood disorders, or they're taking drugs like birth control pills and that whole list of things that are going to affect affect this methylation process.
2: Or they got migraine headaches or they don't sleep or they, their brain is or they got brain fog or yep. their hormones aren't metabolized correctly or they got allergies that, you know, or, or you know, risk of cancer, colon
1: cancer. It's that list goes on. Oh, and, you know, the amount of, of women that I have seen just the correlation of, who like, you know, I've had I've had three miscarriages and the doctor says, you know, there's no reason for it. And when we see that they have a double hit, their homocysteine's at 15. uh Well, there is kind of a reason that's at least partial or who knows how much. And it just is so frustrating because, <laughs> you know, these 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 people suffered because of of the conventional uh, lack of knowledge. And I just uh, I'm glad that we have people like yourself who are super educated, who are, you know, Telling and educating other health professionals and the public on this topic because it's not that expensive to address. It's not that difficult. It's uh, you know if you want to do it. And again, I think neuropathy is another that uh, is uh, especially
2: diabetic neuropathy,
1: uh, autism. uh, You know, so insomnia. You know, all just a whole host. Of course, again, if you go back to my analogy of Disney. There's all kind of reasons why those garbage trucks or the food trucks can't come and go. It could be ice on the roads. It could be uh, a gas shortage. It could be the wrong the employees didn't show up. Well, that's the same with this methylation. There are multiple reasons why it could be inhibited, and someone has to be able to kind of evaluate those. So for people who want to get tested, they can go to the Holistic Navigator and the products, go to the lab, get it tested or go to your health professional that is open minded. Uh, I think that lab test on the Holistic Navigator is one hundred twenty nine dollars for an MTHFR uh, don't be ripped off by paying three and four and five hundred because some test is doing that. 23 uh, Me is 99 bucks. Uh, uh, and of course, you're going to get the big package. 23 Me is interesting because when I looked at their literature on this last month, they're discounting the effects of, of, of this problem, MTHFR. They're saying, well, we're doing it just because it needs to be done, but there's no real solid research. I just don't get that kind of stuff because it seems to be pretty dang solid these days. So if you do it for twenty three and me, just ignore that little uh, statement that they made. In my opinion, uh, tell you, I gave a lecture on this at the Mayo Clinic, and I think a lot of doctors, you know, they
2: poo pooed it when I first started talking, but when I showed them the research, they couldn't deny it.
1: Ah, love that! Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love a I love a smart person like yourself who who can present the right kind of education and knowledge and 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 they can't deny it. That's the thing. Because And I love the fact that you're so balanced between an ancestral wisdom, knowledge of herbs. And then on the other side, you got the strict textbook biochemistry. And, you know, I don't want anybody. I, I really prefer dealing with people exactly like you. I don't want somebody who just has left side or right side. I want the mixture of all of that. Again, uh, The methyl guard is what I'm doing by Thorne. I do say, and you tell me whether you agree with this, I do sometimes like to start people slow and then work them up. And then the second comment I want to make before closing is all of these people come in, like the lady I had yesterday, she's been on uh, METNEX forever. Uh, No one's ever checked homocysteine. I don't like that because the, the the product, I mean, we. who knows if it's working? Who knows if it's working too well? Who knows whether her anxiety was caused by it rather than uh, helping her? So I was like, my suggestion is, and of course, legally, I'm not telling you what to do. You have to follow your doctor or at least ask him. I said, you need. we need to check homocysteine. I, I, you need to experiment because this could be too much. What is your feelings on this across the board? Here's your prescription. Go get it.
2: Yeah, well the Metanex, you're talking about the prescription form form of the methylfolate. Yep. Um, the first thing I'd say about that is it's very expensive for what you get. Mm-hmm. You know, you're gonna pay a premium three or four times as much. Um, and you're right. I think um over time I've I I, I I've used end up using not as much folic acid as I used to. That's no question about it. I've I've found that if I get the right combination and the mixture of all those cofactors, you know, you can really fine tune it. So I agree. I, I do measure that homocysteine and if the um, insurance company says, well, you've already measured it once, there's no point in doing it again. I tell the person, you know, I think it's really worth it to pay out of pocket for the homocysteine uh, because this is important information.
1: Yeah. So important for proper dosing and, uh, I'm not sure how much that homocysteine cost on the lab, but it's it's not it's not anything unreasonable. So uh I uh am so excited about I'm actually gonna all of this gets me excited about retesting my homocysteine, making sure it hadn't gone into the double digits. I always say first goal, single digits, whatever if even nine point nine. But uh anything uh to uh finish this up, Dr. Roundtree, that would be helpful to people, I think they've got a good probable feel for the need to get it tested especially with health issues, and or if you're going to get pregnant women, please get it tested before pregnancy. And, and, so, and then people who are just suffering, suffering with chronic diseases or chronic imbalances, chronic poor quality of life, and they've tried everything. I mean, this is not, again, and I always say this, you know, it's kind of like a big orchestra and you know, there's a thousand instruments playing in it. And if all of a sudden you walked in and it was really just out of tune music and it just wasn't had rhythm or anything else, you're not going to fix it with one instrument talking to the person playing it. You're probably going to have to deal with many. This is one of those instruments. I mean, we still have to look at other big pieces of this puzzle. But this one cannot be ignored, in my opinion, if you want optimal health. And again, it's not that expensive. It's not that difficult. And find a good health practitioner that can help you or learn enough on your own and go get the test done. And uh, uh, there's not a danger to to these supplements as far as methylation other than making you feel worse. Is there, Dr. Roundtree?
2: I don't think so. Now, uh, you made a good point earlier, which is that you like to start low, go slow, start low, go Mm -hmm. slow. I've been amazed at how many people that I've put over, put on B vitamins over the years that said, hey, it made me feel wired or irritable when I first started it. Um, and, and I've had some people say, okay, then I'm never going to take it. And I tell them, no, that's not a good idea. I mean, your homocysteine is high. You definitely need this. Um, so what do you do? You just, you know, start at a really low dose and build up the tolerance, the fact that they felt kind of irritable when they first started doing it simply means they're changing their biochemistry, right? Lo- it doesn't right. mean that something bad is going on. Now, I've heard some doctors say otherwise. They say, oh, that means you, you shouldn't be taking those B vitamins. And I'm like, I don't agree with that at all because I've had enough people that have gotten over that initial hump of feeling a little irritable. You know, they just come back, they do half the dose, or they do it every other day. And then they find that generally within a week or two, they can get back up to a full capsule. And if they need even more than that, again, they can slowly increase up. So that, if they feel irritable when they first take it, that's not a sign that they're not going to be able to tolerate it. It doesn't mean something wrong is happening. It's a
1: really important concept. I love that. I love that. In fact, and last thing, my daughter, I talked to her yesterday and and she has not had any alcohol in a year and a half. And she went out the other night and had four ounces of a beer and felt like her whole body was going to fall apart, her mental state. And I, I, you know. I haven't looked at her homocysteine and methylation because she's still breastfeeding. So and she's on a very uh, concentrated but very narrow supplement protocol just for ultimate safety. And she eats better than anybody I personally know. But, uh, you know, that's a sign that her glutathione, her methylation, something that is preventing the detoxing of these aldehyde type of products from alcohol. Wouldn't you think that there's that that's indicating something tell me what that what you yeah, that means you know, to aldehyde
2: you aldehyde reductase the, is an enzyme that that breaks down the aldehyde and something has made it really sluggish mm-hmm. so it's so again you know alcohol um i mean you know let's face it, it it when you drink alcohol, you produce toxins in your body.
1: Don't tell me that no i can't I can't hear that I love tequila too much, but there's things you should do and you know and I recommend. People
2: take N-acetylcysteine, for example, if they're going to drink, mm-hmm. um, you know, to help raise the glutathione, to get rid of all those those substances. But, it, it you know, it could be something as simple as that. Um, the other thing to consider is uh, make sure she's got enough choline. It's a, a supplement that all pregnant women should take. Mm-hmm. And not many people know it, but choline is part of this whole methylation cycle. So choline and... Uh, and, and folic acid kind of balance each other out. Um, now, I mentioned earlier a chemical called trimethylglycine or betaine. Mm-hmm. Betaine is the direct byproduct of choline. So when you eat eggs and uh, dairy products, you know, organic, of course, uh, when you eat those foods, they have choline in them, and your body will convert them into betaine, which helps with this whole methylation cycle. Uh, And that's particularly
1: important for pregnant women. Man, I'm so glad you brought that up because that is I know it to be true. And, you know, I don't think she's doing that. I will say one other last thing about my own personal journey. I'm almost 63 years old and I remember being 30 and 40 and I could not drink more than one and a half glasses of wine or alcohol without feeling lousy. Not terrible, not sick, but having those sluggishness for hours the next day, the next morning, didn't sleep well. Well, I can tell you right now, and I, it wasn't because of my intelligence, but whatever supplement protocol I'm on, which I take a wider range of, if people listen to my holistic navigator, uh, my personal protocol, you can hear all the things that I believe heavily in. I can drink. I, I can drink till I'm unconscious and I never have a hangover. I mean, literally, whatever I am doing. Don't try this at home. <laughs> That's right. Uh and I've only drank a lot twice in the past 18 months. But, you know, I mean, you know, 12, 14 tequilas, I would consider a pretty good amount. And I uh, now quality of the alcohol is imperative. That's what I tell people on previous podcasts. To me, the only pure alcohol is high priced tequila because it's generally not it's non GMO uh, agave is where it comes from. Uh, It has a low glycemic index. I'd mix it with nothing but fresh limes and water and ice and no carbs with anything else. And of course, I take all my stuff, the NAC and all the nutrients. But again, I'm just giving personal testimony. Last thing is I did check the price of homocysteine on our uh, website. It is $69, so it is reasonable people to check the homocysteine.
2: Yeah. And you may need to do it yourself. If you're if you go to a doctor who says you don't need to bother with that, it's meaningless, then you need to find another doctor or
1: order it yourself. Bingo. And, you know, in places like the Southeast, there's not a lot of options to find the other doctor. So it may be necessary to order it yourself. And do you do any consultations uh, on Skype or out of the city? Uh,
2: well, I'm not taking new clients right now, but I have there's another doctor in my office that does. Oh. Um, so, you know, people call my office. It's just listed under Boulder Well Care in Boulder, Colorado. Um, then, you know, the other doctor, Leah Johansson, would be happy to do those consults. And,
1: and obviously you're confident with them or they wouldn't be in your office. So that's wonderful. She's a wonderful, wonderful doctor. Wow. I'm so So excited to have that new connection because I've actually not had any other physician where I've even asked that question, but uh, I want people to have access to every single person who's uh, on the cutting edge. And you are absolutely, Dr. Roundtree, I love, love, love speaking to you. And thank you for taking your time, Dr. Roundtree, to be my guest. And we will be talking, I'm sure, probably I'd like to do about three times a year on special subjects if that's possible. I'd love to. All right, my friend, and and to everyone out there, uh, you know, you know me well enough to know that I really function totally and focused on the power of our bodies that we have already in us to be healed, stay well, get well, but you have to nourish it. You have to try to work at removing what's harming the body, and then you have to build it with a nourishment. And the soul depletion today, the things that we go through, the toxins we're living under is really uh, uh, sabotaging any hope of optimal health unless you step up to the plate and you do some of these reasonable things. Always remember that your body is a reservoir of untapped healing power, untapped. Have a beautiful day, everyone. Please uh, email us if you have questions, and we look forward to the next episode of The Holistic Navigator. Thank you so much. The information on this
0: podcast and the topics discussed have not been evaluated by the FDA or anyone of the medical profession and is not aimed to replace any advice you may receive from your medical practitioner. The Holistic Navigator assumes no responsibility or liability whatsoever on the behalf of any purchaser or reader of these materials the Holistic Navigator is not a doctor, nor does he claim to be, please consult your physician before beginning any health regimen.